0: Reason roughly 70% of the existing border fence is located in California, Arizona, and New Mexico. Almost all of it is on federally controlled land. The Bush administration bullied property owners, threatening to sue them if they did not voluntarily hand over the rights to their land. It offered no compensation for doing so. Thinking that they had no recourse, some people signed off, but others refused. The government then attempted to use eminent domain, a procedure Trump has long defended, to seize their property, but the lawsuits imposed serious delays, seven years in one case. In 2009, the Homeland Security Inspector General concluded that the Border Patrol had achieved its progress primarily in areas where environmental and real estate issues did not cause significant delay. One intransigent resident had owned his property since before the Roosevelt easement, which gives the federal government a 60-foot right-of-way along the border. He fought the administration, so the fence had until recently a 1.2-mile gap on his land. Border residents fought more than a third of all land transfers, in fact. Because the Constitution promises just compensation for takings, Trump can do little to speed this process. Native American tribes also have the capacity to stop construction of barriers. The Tohono O'odham Nation, which has land on both sides of the border, has already pledged to fight any efforts to build a wall there. In 2007, when the tribe allowed vehicle barriers to be constructed, the Bush administration ended up desecrating Indian burial grounds and digging up human remains. The new president would need a standalone bill from Congress to condemn their land. Senate Democrats can, and likely would, filibuster such an effort. Even federal lands can be problematic. In 2010, two-thirds of patrol agents in charge told the Government Accountability Office that land management laws had delayed or limited access to portions of federal lands, for fence-building or repairs and other purposes, with more than half stating they did not get a timely response when they requested permission to use the lands. In one case, it took nearly eight months for the Border Patrol to get the OK to install a single underground sensor. Water rights have also been a problem for the fence. A 1970 treaty requires that the floodplain of the Rio Grande remain open to both sides of the border, The Obama administration attempted to build fences along the river anyway, but the treaty and the river's floods forced the barrier to be placed so far into the interior of the United States that it has many holes to allow U.S. residents access to their property. These also provide an opportunity for border crossers. At the same time, the fence can cause Mexico to receive too much water. Even when a fence has holes, which a wall would not, debris can turn the fence into a dam. Thanks to the barrier, some floods have fully covered the doors of Mexican buildings in Los Ebanos across the Rio Grande, while producing little more than deep puddling on the U.S. side. The International Boundary and Water Commission that administers the treaty has rebuffed the Border Patrol's attempt to replicate this disaster in other areas of the Rio Grande Valley. Fences or walls obstruct crossers' paths, cutting off a straight shot into the interior of the country. But a barrier is not the permanent object that some people imagine. Natural events can knock down parts of a border fence. One storm in Texas left a hole for months. Fences and walls can also erode near rivers or beaches, as the one in San Diego did. And they can be penetrated. Some fencing can be cut in minutes, and the Border Patrol reported repairing more than 4,000 holes in one year alone. They neglected to mention whether that number equaled that year's number of breaches. Much of the current fencing can be easily mounted with a ladder or from the roof of a truck. In some cases, border crossers can scale the fence without any additional equipment. One viral video from 2010 shows two women easily climbing an 18-foot steel bollard-style pedestrian fence in less than 20 seconds. Smugglers can even drive over the fence using ramps, a fact that was discovered only when a couple of foolish drug entrepreneurs managed to get their SUV stuck on top. They took the dope and split. A wall would probably be less easily damaged by man or nature. But in at least some areas, its impassability could also become a maintenance liability. Border patrol agents have told Fox News that a border wall would still have to allow water to pass through, or the sheer force of raging water could damage its integrity, not to mention the legal rights of both the U.S. and Mexico to seasonal rains. In 2011, for example, a flood in Arizona washed away 40 feet of steel fence. While not impenetrable, a concrete wall would impede efforts to cut through it. Trump has also claimed that no one would ever use a ladder to go over his wall because there's no way to get down. After pondering the question for a second, he then conceded maybe a road.